It's been 519 days since Zion Williamson last played a game on an NBA court. Tonight, the Pels take on the Chicago Bulls in their first preseason game. Let's break down what we're hoping to see, what we're expecting in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Tuesday. It's a game day. It feels good to say that again as the Pelicans take on the Chicago Bulls in their first preseason game. We're going to break it all down. We're going to look at what we're expecting from this one. So, of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team completely free, no paywall or anything like that. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. So, first preseason game. First game for Zion since May 4th, 2021. That is 519 days. I might be off on a day, but let's call it 519 days. That is a wild number to say out loud. 519 days. So the expectations for him are going to be not high, right? That is a long time to go without playing real basketball at real speed. And we've heard he looks really good in training camp. He has dominated training camp, right? He said in, in media day, he's jumping higher. He's running faster. He feels fully healthy, fully good to go. But we still need to keep some real expectations here. Again, he has not played an NBA game in 519 days. That's closer to two years than not two years. I think maybe my math's off on that. But it feels like that at this point. That's a long time. Game speed is different, right? They call it game shape for a reason. So I do have some things I want to see from him, but I'm not necessarily, it'd be nice if we got it, get, you know, expecting to see 2021 Zion Williamson. I think we'll see that eventually, and I think we'll see an even better version of that. So what do you want to see from him in this game tonight? What are the expectations? One of the things we heard during the scrimmages is that Zion is playing very physical, He is throwing guys around, he's manhandling them, he's playing a bruising style and just getting to where he wants to be. Show me that in an NBA game against guys that aren't your teammates. I think that is a big thing. I think if he can go out there and physically dominate a game, remember his rookie year when they played the Utah Jazz and he went against Rudy Gobert and going to the rim, Gobert tried to challenge him, Zion bodied him up and sent him flying, no foul either. Show me some of that. Let's remind everybody, Pels fans, but also the rest of the league, how physically dominant this guy can be. Show that off. And I think we'd leave this, no matter what, feeling very happy. And Zion is only going to play about 20 minutes or so. But show off that physicality. Show off and just remind people who you are. This is the first opportunity that he's had in 519 days. It'll be tough to evaluate him fully within the flow of the offense, but by all accounts, it sounds like he's got good chemistry with pretty much every guy on the team. He hasn't played five on five with most of them. 
He has with B.I. I've done multiple shows that he and B.I. can coexist. They do work well together. But show off some of that chemistry with C.J. McCollum, I think, a little bit too. You know, does C.J. kind of realize where he needs to be when Zion has the ball to get open three-point looks? Develop a little bit of a two-man game because there's going to be times when they're both out there on the court and Brandon Ingram isn't. And this is going to tie into what I want to see when we talk about in, uh, what I talk about in the second segment. But let's see off a little two-man game, some, some chemistry there between Zion and C.J. McCollum. If he can then show off beyond the physicality and bodying up guys playing at that, you know, show off the touch at the rim too. 70% his sophomore year when he was an all-star and gathering all NBA votes, dominant, right? One of the best interior scorers, if not the best interior scorer in the league. Remind people of that. That comes into with the physical play too. In terms of Zion himself, you know, I think we want to see him not look winded as well. We saw him at Media Day. He looks incredible. He does not look like he did a year ago at Media Day. I've seen the pictures comparing. He looks fantastic. But again, game shape is a different animal, I think, at times. So show off that you are ready for a full NBA season, that you're not going to be winded running up and down the court. And frankly, it's okay if he is. It's okay if he is because he hasn't done this in a while. But if he can go out and run and play like we it's the middle of the season, not be a little bit tired, not having to be subbed out early or anything like that. I think that's going to go a long way towards probably raising expectations for the Pelicans this season, getting y'all excited too, I don't doubt it. But I think that's really what we're hoping for. He doesn't need to go out and score 30 points. It's okay if he misses some shots too. But go out and show physically that you are back, that you are here. And try on defense too. That would be cool. We're going to do a whole show, maybe this week, maybe next week, on the defense because I think that could be one of the biggest issues for this Pelicans team. But if he can commit on the defensive side of the ball and at least be like average, maybe even slightly below average, this Pelicans team can be very, very special and win a whole lot of games. But I think we just want to see what we're hearing about in training camp. Maybe the teammates are taking it easy on him. I don't know. But the Chicago Bulls won't. So go out and dominate them play hard against them make them like fear you out there on the court in a sense and get pelicans fans excited for what you're going to bring to the team this year any any remaining bad will of which there's got to be very very little right can immediately kind of be watered under the bridge and get us more excited for the pelican season if he goes out and just looks like what we have heard about what we expect to see. That's the number one thing I want to see from Zion Williamson. I'm, I'm less worried about anything else. He could turn the ball over 20 times, and I wouldn't really care as long as he looks in shape, he looks like he's dominating the game um, when he isn't, I don't know, turning the ball over in this hypothetical situation that I just created. All right, what else are we looking for? We might not see Brandon Ingram in this, so does that change how we approach watching this game? And are we going to get any of the rotation hints either? That's coming up here next and over the next two segments in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Built Bar. I love this. My favorite sponsor. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. You ready for this one? Delicious Indulgent Cookie Dough. Covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. It's all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. 
The cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories. And they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So you can go to built.com right now to snag a box for you and the family. It's the perfect treat. You just need like a snack. You want to satisfy like a sugar craving, but not eat an actual candy bar or something bad for you. Eat the built bar instead. They're my go-to with all of this. So go to built.com, use promo code locked 15 and get 15% your off your next order. Again, sorry, it's promo code locked on 15. Locked on 15, they changed it. Locked on 15 and get 15% off your order over at built.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Monday through Friday, completely free, daily podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Now, make sure you check out the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview starting October 10th. A six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders, the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey, all combining into one Ultimate NBA Preview starting October 10th. Search for Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. I just recorded this last night. It was fun. It's really good insight. We're grouped in. They grouped the Pelicans in the On The Rise teams. It's got to make you feel good, right? So make sure you give the Ultimate NBA Preview a listen. All right, we're talking about the Pelicans taking on the Chicago Bulls at 8.30 tonight, which, oh, that's a late game for a preseason game. But it shows you the excitement, a late tip for a preseason game, shows you the excitement around this Pelicans team. This is a national TV game for Zion returning because he hasn't played in 519 days. That's awesome. Let's just be happy. So what else are we going to be watching for? What are the expectations in this game? This goes to something that Willie Green said after the open practice when we were talking to him. You know, with Zion Williams, or not Zion Williamson, with Brandon Ingram, sorry, potentially out, he's listed as questionable. I can't really go through lineups I'm most excited to see because we're missing a key player on that sort of thing. Instead, you want to see cohesion and guys coming together, you know, and winning their minutes. That's what Willie Green said. The goal of this preseason is win your minutes. Whatever lineup is out there, win your minutes. It's as simple as that. This team is going to have to deal with injuries at various points during the year. But you want guys to know their role. You want guys to step up when that happens so that it doesn't cause your season to tank. And so this preseason game, having guys play hard, develop some chemistry cohesion, and win their minutes out there is going to be important. And the Pelicans have, I don't want to say they're, they're unbelievably deep. There is some depth here. And they can run a number of different combinations and lineups out there. So even without Brandon Ingram, there's going to be times during the season when you have CJ and Zion Williamson on the court together and no Brandon Ingram. So use this opportunity to, to work on those lineups. You know, CJ running the point. Use that as an opportunity to really see how he's doing to build a little bit of chemistry as we talked about in the last segment with Zion. But who's the other guard you put out there? Where does Trey Murphy fit in? Is that a lineup with Jonas Valanciunas or not Jonas Valanciunas? This is your opportunity to really figure that out. So I'd like to see them try and go with the lineup they think it'll be. You know, without a guy like Brandon Ingram there who starts in place, I think you'll still see CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson, Jonas Valanciunas, Herb Jones. Who's the other guy? I'm not entirely sure. Is it Larry Nance? Is it Trey Murphy maybe there? Is it Najee Marshall? Is it another guard like Devontae Graham or Jose Alvarado? I'm not entirely sure. You know, go with what you think is going to be that lineup that's anchored around CJ McCollum and Zion Williamson and play that. And then if that 
is winning their minutes or you feel good enough with that, experiment a little bit. Get some other guys in there too to really see what you have. This is one of the very few times, I think, where you're going to be able to go out there without one of your best players, and it's okay. And you can learn a lot from it because you're going to have lineups all season long with Zion and CJ and no BI because you can keep two of those guys conceivably out there on the court at all given times. It's why they don't need a six man as much. It's why that's not, you know, Jordan Clarkson isn't a guy that I'm clamoring for for a variety of reasons. But they don't need someone like that when you have some of the other talent here and the lineup combinations that you can run. So I want to see them build off of that a little bit, I think. And then I want to see guys rise to play with Zion Williamson, with CJ McCollum, because if you can fit in well with those guys and play off of those guys and enhance those guys and make their life easier, you're going to get minutes on this team. You're going to play. You're going to play if that is the case. So I want to see that from this Pelicans roster. I want to see Willie Green experimenting a little bit, doing that while he can, because by all accounts, it feels like this team is ahead of where they were at this point last year. They're ahead of where they were with C.J. McCollum coming in, you know, in the middle of the season, tail end of the season, not knowing the place. He knows this. I feel confident about that in the regular season. And C.J.'s banged up a little bit, but it sounds like maybe he's going to play. So we got to wait and see a little bit on here. But you have an opportunity to really take advantage and get even more ahead, but also experiment and kind of get some of your contingency plans in place. And I think that's going to be really important for this team. You will have to deal with injuries at a certain point, especially the Pelicans, right? That's like what happens to them. So you have an opportunity to go out and kind of prepare for that a little bit now too, to see who you can rely on to step up when an injury happens, let alone to one of your better players like Brandon Ingram. So coming up, rotation hints. We're going to see some of that. Where do guys like Devontae Graham fit in, Jackson Hayes, Jose Alvarado even? That's going to be coming up next here in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. No one else coming to you five days a week completely free like this. Now, for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet, probably on other planets too if they're playing fantasy basketball. Like if Mars, Martians are playing fantasy basketball, they're listening to Josh Lloyd, I promise you. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, preseason game. First time we're seeing Zion Williamson in 519 days. I, I'm really excited. I know you're excited too. I've been saying that a lot this offseason because it's going to be a fun year for New Orleans. This is just going to be cool. He's going to go out and he's going to look good, hope, hopefully, as we talked about in the first segment. And then we are going to be talking championship for this team. That's what some of y'all are going to be tweeting the second he looks really good. I wonder if like the odds for New Orleans are going to change at all when people really see him out there on the court doing his Zion Williamson things. That'd be a lot of fun. But what else are we looking for in this one? You know, one of the things I think is hints to the rotation. There's some open questions. We talked about it in yesterday's show how Larry Nance Jr. really sets the stage for a guy like Jackson Hayes to be a bit of an odd man out. Where does he fit in? When does he come into the game? How many other players have been subbed in before? And what lineups is he being used in? Is Zion one of the first subs out? Do you put Jackson Hayes in? Do you put Larry Nance Jr. in instead? Because this is going to influence the Pelicans at the trade deadline, I think. They're going to look at this and be like, okay, we don't need a guy like Jackson Hayes. Or we do need a guy like Jackson Hayes. And it's going to influence 
what this roster might look like at the end of the season. You know, where does a guy like Devontae Graham fit in? I don't think there's a ton of guard depth here. You have CJ, you have Jose Alvarado. We'll touch on him in a second. You have Devontae Graham. You know, there's probably someone I'm missing in the moment here, but there's not a ton of that. And if Devontae Graham can hit some shots, how does he fit in? If he's a guy that can come in, not need to do a whole lot, and just play oh, Dyson Daniels too. That's the other guy, I guess. And that's one we should mention too in a second here. Um, how does, you know, Devontae Graham fit in? How do they use him? Is it just purely as a spot-up three-point shooter with Zion? And if he's hitting shots, do you have to keep him out there? Same for Dyson Daniels. Can he earn a spot in preseason? They're going to play him, and everyone is raving about him. Everyone thinks he's going to be in the rotation by the middle of the season. Well, that means someone falls out. Is he a guard? Is he a wing? I think he's going to be playing guard more than wing for this team. But we'll start to get kind of an idea of that in this game tonight. And what about Jose Alvarado? We all love him, and I love Jose. But I will say, in the postseason against the Phoenix Suns, in the half court, he struggled defensively. He did. Great in half court, picking up Chris Paul, annoying Chris Paul, helping the Pelicans get wins and keep this competitive season. But in the half court, notice Chris Paul was nearly perfect, and he was defending Chris Paul in that closeout game six. So... How does he fit in? What are the amount of minutes that he is going to play? Is it going to be similar to what he was playing in the postseason? Or is that going to be scaled back a little bit and they feel they have maybe some of the depth here that they need? I'm curious about that. I'm curious about what his role will be. It should conceivably be really strong. He played about 19 and a half minutes in the postseason. Is that going to be... Is he going to play more or less than that? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. We did this for Jackson Ace. 20 minutes over under for him. 20 minutes over under for Jose Alvarado in games during the regular season. I'm not sure, to be perfectly honest. He's shooting really well, though, in training camp. And if he can continue that, he's going to be out there on the court, that's for sure. But Dyson Daniels wants somebody's minutes. And it's Devontae Graham or Jose Alvarado's for the most part. And they really need the size of a guy like Dyson Daniels with a fairly undersized backcourt otherwise. But where do these guys fit in? Where's a guy like Najee Marshall fit in? Is he on the wing? Does he come in before or after Trey Murphy? You know, we've seen Willie Green at times like him. We've seen at times uh, maybe not so much. Is it a guy like Trey Murphy? How quickly do they get someone like Trey Murphy in? All of those things I think are kind of interesting to watch in this game that you really might start to get hints of what the regular season rotation will be. Even without B.I. in the lineup, that would be a lot easier and nicer to see that. It just means more minutes for other guys, though. And maybe that'll skew it a little bit. Maybe you see more Najee Marshall minutes because of a situation like that. We'll see. I'm excited to watch this and start to analyze some real basketball. It's been a minute since we've been able to do it. Might be preseason. I don't care. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to be back here tomorrow breaking it down, recapping the game, giving you my insight on what I saw in this one. The Pelicans' first preseason game. Zion's first game in 519 days. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.